Welcome to the Fate in Your Favour podcast, where we focus on becoming the best version of ourselves. We explore ways to take better care of our mental well-being, connect to our values, and to overall lead more fulfilling, meaningful lives, relationships, and careers. I'm your host, Janelle Johnson, a practicing life coach and trainee counsellor from London in the UK. And to find out more information, get resources, or to sign up to the mailing list, visit www.fateinyourfavour.co.uk. It's also where I'll be more than happy to answer any of your questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fate in Your Favour podcast. As always, thank you very much for joining me. I am very, very grateful to have you here listening and sharing this time with me. Today's episode will explore self-sabotage and why we make the choice to prevent ourselves from reaching our full potential and most of all, how we can actually stop self-sabotaging. One of the things that came up for me when I was doing research about how to present this to you was, are we our own worst enemies? Do we put things in place to stop ourselves succeeding for a range of reasons? But people, a lot of the time, place the responsibility for their success into other people. But if we really think about it, we could be practicing our own self-sabotage and thus being our own worst enemies. Now, for those of you who don't know, self-sabotage is something where we actively or subconsciously take steps towards preventing ourselves from reaching our full potential and our full goals. And self-sabotage can be a painful cost to not only the health of ourselves, but also our relationships, our career choices, our personal development, the goals that we set. It can translate into every single area of our lives. And it's important to actually be able to identify with what self-sabotage actually is and how it affects us and how we practice it on ourselves. Self-sabotage, in terms of what it looks like, it can be substance misuse. So you could self-medicate with alcohol or drugs or treating somebody else in a particular way. That's self-sabotaging. You can It can be overeating. It can be one major one that I think I definitely do is procrastinating. I can be sometimes the queen of procrastination you know like when you um you have something to do for example with with me recently it's been essay writing or journal writing when it's for my counseling training and I will put every single thing in front of me just doing the essay and I plan time ahead of time and I say um that I'm going to do x I'm going to do y I'm going to do z and then I'm going to do this one thing. And then what happens is I find every single thing else I clean, I may make a collage, I may I may watch a movie. And all of these things are more important than me just getting on and doing the work and doing it beforehand. When the time comes in terms of the procrastination element, when it's like the last hour, the last hour and I'm like, right, okay, let's get this done. (laughs) That is self-sabotaging because it means that when I write that essay, if we're using the essay for the example, I am doing it under pressure. And that's self-sabotaging because really, am I really putting in my best effort if I am under pressure? And I've always said that I like to feel the pressure because I get things done quicker. But when it's something that is so important 
to my personal development, my career development as well. It doesn't make sense that I procrastinate and I put it to the side. So that's something that I had to explore and work out, okay, well, why am I procrastinating on this or that? But anyway, we'll get into ways to actually challenge our self-sabotage later in the podcast. Now, there is also things like gambling, like being unaware of yourself and not actually wanting to explore how you feel and why you feel a certain way. And that does make me believe that we have control over all of these things when it comes to substance misuse, overeating, procrastination, gambling, self-medicating and all of those things. We have more control than we realize. And sometimes we can't identify the reason why, but it's important that we take the time to sit down and even just chip away bit by bit, day by day at the reason why we may be self-sabotaging. One of the reasons is lack of self-worth. There are so many things that are out there in the world that tell us that we are not good enough. We are not smart enough. We do not deserve this. We do not deserve that. And really, You underestimate your ability to change your life, to change your world. Every single second that you are on this earth, you are changing the future. How do you want to contribute to the world that you live in? Every single step you take, every day you make a decision to go left instead of right, that is contributing to the flow of how things run in the world for everyone. So another reason why people self-sabotage would be a fear of failure. A fear of failure, you just believe that you do not have the tools to fulfill what is required to succeed. And in the vision board parties that I held last year and one earlier this year, people say that they can't, but actually it's just that they fear that they can't. And the only way to realise, the only way to actually prove whether you can or you can't is to do it and is to attempt and is to take the first step towards whatever it is you're trying to achieve. But the moment you tell yourself that you can't, your brain is like, okay, we can't. And you don't try any further. And it's it's easier to say that and believe it because you've told yourself that so many times and you think it takes some sort of spectacular person to, to fulfill this goal. But you see Suzanne down the road who is doing exactly the same thing. You think, oh, she must be wonderful. But you are also wonderful. You are also someone who can put their mind to something and achieve anything that they are looking for, anything that they desire. Another reason for self-sabotaging is sometimes fear of success. This is definitely something that I have experienced, I mean, as well as all the others, but this one in particular, when it came to figuring out what it is I wanted to do with my life and how I wanted to show up in the world. I definitely felt like if I do really, really well in coaching, people are going to start to expect stuff from me. What if I cannot fulfill the expectation that people will then have of me? Then what? So it made me not take the steps for a long time. It made me not want to even move forward for a long time. Even with this podcast, fear of failure, 100%, and a fear of success, 100%. But these things, when you think about it, it's like we tell ourselves these things and society agrees with us and our brain agrees with us and all of that. But who told us that it's true? Who told us that we can't do this and we can't just take one step at a time? And most of all, who told us that we can't go back? 
Who told us that we can't change our lives in a particular way and if we don't like it, we just change it back? Life is like a constant reel of circumstances and people always think circumstances is a bad thing. But when you really actually look at circumstances, all it is is cause and effect. So if you do X, you're going to get Y. You can actually make a choice on whether you are willing to accept Y or you're not. A consequence isn't either a good or a bad thing. It All it is, is the outcome of your actions. And if you find that the outcome of your actions is something that is good, you'll do it again. And if you find that the consequence of something is bad, then you just won't do it again. You'll change your narrative. You'll change the direction that you're heading in. It's as simple as that. And you just have to kind of accept that the circumstances are based on your actions. Why not make moves on purpose and consciously? And being self-aware means that you do things on purpose. You don't do things by accident and say, oh, I wish I didn't, or I wish I didn't, or I didn't mean to say that, or I didn't mean to do this. Just think about that. Now, what is important here is actually thinking about how to identify when you're self-sabotaging. Now, one of the ways, I guess, would be masking your emotions with drugs or alcohol and not actually processing what you're thinking in a particular time. You may procrastinate on important tasks, even things like not staying in the same workplace or relationship for a very long time, or maybe always changing your goals. If, for example, you want to get to X and you say, right, I want to write a book, let's say, and you know that in order to write a book, you need to do research on how to write a book. You need to do this, you need to do that, da, da, da. And you get to the last point before you write the book. And then you're like, ah, oh, I can't bother. I don't really like this anyway. And you actually haven't identified with why you don't want to write the book anymore. Even though you've done all the work that's needed, you've done, you've done all the research, you even got a title, you've got all of these things. And when it comes to actually writing it, you're like, mm, nah. And then that is something that happens over and over and over again. You don't necessarily see something through the long haul. I've definitely been able to identify with when it comes to having your own business or even just having your own project. You need to find your own motivation because as much as you want to do something, other things get in the way. You have to really be able to focus down and find something that motivates you to keep going. And one of the things that motivates me to keep going is focusing on the why focusing on why you want to do something as opposed to what you have to do you have to do xyz so that you can um, become this this that so that you can provide more for your family or you can build generational wealth or you can you know buy a car that you've been looking at you know all of these things they all contribute to each other I know that it can be a challenge to identify with these things but it's all about just taking the time for self-care if you know that you want something and you start to actually back away from that think about why you're backing away ask yourself the hard questions and actually answer them honestly and in order to stop self-sabotaging sometimes it's just to catch yourself out in that behavior if you're procrastinating ask yourself why am I procrastinating and actually give yourself a real honest answer. Why am I procrastinating? I just can't be bothered. Okay, so am I going to be able to use I can't be bothered when I could have been fulfilling my dreams, hopes and dreams six months earlier than what I actually would? 
all because I couldn't be bothered. If you just think, what do you want from life? And think about why you want that. Keep that at the forefront of your mind. There's something that I think that would really help to identify and catch yourself and stop self-sabotaging. And that would be really to just take some time for yourself, 15 minutes of no distractions and write down every single thing you want to achieve from life. And there, there is no limitations on what you can do. There is no limitations with money, time, flexibility, mindset. Literally, you can every single thing you want to do from when you were younger up until into the future when you're old and grey. Yeah. Then write down what has stopped you from achieving X, Y, Z already. And then take the time to go through those things, all those reasons that you told yourself and differentiate which is fact and which is opinion. Because once you do that, you'll start to realize that most of it is just your opinion and your opinion can be changed. Take a look at things that you have achieved so far in life and actually just realize that your experiences are unique to you. You have every single tool that you need to succeed because you have done it already. People with children, people that have been in challenging relationships, people that have been in a particular career for a certain amount of time, people that have gone through any sort of trauma, any sort of upset, any sort of challenge in their life has more than enough experience. And people who haven't also have experience. But if you haven't experienced adversity, you have to be someone who is very, very good at learning from other people's mistakes. I always think that it's important to learn from your own mistakes so that you can make them and you learn more when you actually are feeling pain. <laughs> Another way would be get a coach. Get a coach, get someone who can hold you accountable for what you say you're going to do. Because although the responsibility lies with you, just thinking that, okay, someone's going to ask me about this and I'm going to have to actually speak up. It's not, you're not just answering to yourself. You're also answering to someone else who is expecting to hear that you've done X, Y, Z towards your goals. Find someone to hold you accountable. And being a life coach, that's the thing I love the most, just for the simple fact that I can hold someone accountable and they can actually get things done. Just because I have said, okay, so cool. Next week, you've said you're going to do X, Y, Z. Okay, right. Next week comes. My question is, okay, so how did things go with X, Y, Z? Even if the answer to the question is, oh, I didn't do it. I'm definitely going to ask you why, because that's what a coach is there for. Because we would have done some work towards that in order to identify which goal we want to set for the week. So the fact that you haven't done that we need to work out why, because we need to address that so that you don't keep doing it over and over again. That's what a coach does. And that's that's one of the things that I appreciate so much, because it means that things get done. And if they don't get done, sometimes we even come to the conclusion that they didn't really want to do it in the first place. They didn't want to do it because that's not important to them. What's really important is something else. Before I go, I just want to plant this seed here. <laughs> these positivity seeds just to say that stepping out of your comfort zone is really where the magic happens I know that when it comes to even if you are self-sabotaging when you think of times in the past that you have been able to surprise yourself and feel proud about something think about 
why that made you feel so good. And then it's because you have stepped out of your comfort zone. You have done something that you probably told yourself you couldn't. The magic happens when you step out of your comfort zone. And also try not to do too many things at once. When you do too many things at once, plates get dropped. So if you're spinning loads of plates, you know, I've got coaching activities that I can send to you if you want to work out a way to to put some plates down, which plates to put down and that kind of thing. So if coaching is an option for you, contact me and we can talk about, you know, how much it costs, what the process is and the results that you could be expecting. Because when you have someone to hold you accountable, trust me, your whole vision of life actually changes It's like you are working towards something and it's not just for you, but it's also for somebody else, even though, you know, in in the grand scheme of things, it is only for you. It is only so that you can feel a particular way and you can actually get to a particular point in life that you haven't already on your own. So on that note, I'm going to be leaving you. Remember that some things are best kept secret and this podcast is not one of them. Share it with your friends, your family, your enemies, anyone who you think could benefit from hearing this. And if you're not already following me on social media, it's Fate in Your Favour on Instagram and Facebook. It's also Fate in Your Favour on LinkedIn. And if you wanted to email me, it's fateinyourfavour at gmail.com. And the website is www.fateinyourfavour.co.uk. So, On that note, I will be leaving you and I look forward to sharing a space with you again next time. Thank you. Bye.